You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, everyone. This is the Metal and High Heels podcast. I'm Steffi, and I'm here with Pia and Kiki. We're finally together again. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, exactly. After many, many episodes, just with one or two of us, now we're finally together again. <laughs> and yeah, our today's topic is um, our bucket list. <laughs> so we just talk about things we want to do in our life. It's, it will be a little bit random, <laughs> I think, this again. episode. <laughs> hmm? Random again. Yes, exactly. Well, not the last episode, I think, was... Yeah, okay, the cover the cover episode was random, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, before, we will talk a little bit about current albums, actual albums from different artists and concerts. Kiki and Pia visited. And, yeah, show notes uh, you can find with everything we mentioned during the show. You can find under metal dash and dash high heels dot com slash podcast 58. Yes, but before we start, I want to know, Kiki, um, how was coming back from Ecuador and um, do you feel at home at Germany again? <laughs> What if I say no? <laughs> That would be so sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> It would be totally okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, Germany has always been my home, my second home, so to speak. Well, I have always felt at home here, more um, so in Dortmund. And um, yeah, well, it was actually indeed uh, not easy to come back <laughs> after six very cool months Um Back in my hometown, Quito, um, it was really, it was really weird to come back here, and it felt everything felt very surreal because it was like everything had changed, but not really. It was still the same, and it was still familiar, but at the same, it was like strange. Um, so um, it was, it was indeed very, uh, very difficult to come back back to the routine and back to a normal life. The first two weeks were very hard. I, I really miss my people. And, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like, I felt like um, I've told this to my friends and they've laughed, but it's exactly the way I felt. It's like, I felt like a little animal out of their habitat. Like, you know, they're suddenly somewhere else and ugh, it's all weird. So um, that was the weird part. But I mean, I've been back for uh, over a month and a half now and it's been going great. I'm back to work. I'm back with my cats. My cats like me again. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that took some time as well at first. Um, my cat didn't even want to look at me at first. Um Yeah, so that's that's all back to normal again. Yeah. But you want to go back? Somewhere? Yes, I'm looking into um, moving back to Ecuador for a couple of, of years maybe with uh, my husband and the cats. And that is uh, something that's in development. <laughs> yeah. okay. We'll see how all that works out. Yeah, we're curious, <laughs> I would say. Me too. And I'm pretty sure if you go there 
for longer than a few months, Pia and I will visit you. <laughs> Pretty sure. Yes. I just But I thought that. you you want to um, you don't want to enter a plane for two years, Steffi. Exactly. That's why I say <laughs> if she goes longer <laughs> than for a few months. So in two years yeah. I can go and visit you. Okay. <laughs> But yeah. It's true. It's, I have um, a bet with a friend of mine and we said, okay, um, I won't fly for two years now because of, yeah, ecological, sustainable stuff. And, um, yeah, it, it's just about, um, what is it? I think just wine, just a bottle of wine. <laughs> But, well, yeah, and the honor, of course. I think that's <laughs> quite more important. <laughs> But yeah, we'll see. I'm pretty sure that I will um that will do it. Not to fly. Stay in Europe. But after these two years, maybe. If it's longer than I don't know. If it's for half a year or something, just for a longer period of time, I think it's still pretty okay if you go to fly. It's just like uh for one weekend somewhere flying on an island for holidays that's just quite stupid <laughs> but yeah that's that's a different topic so um maybe we will just go to to the music and taya and lacuna coil and eskimo cowboy and also delaying and windrunner they all release some new material and My first question to you two is, did you listen to Taya in the Raw? Nope. No. Whoa, <laughs> I'm a little bit sad about that. <laughs> Because it's very good. <laughs> it was, I, okay. listened, I listened to that album. I, I don't know why I did, because I had just no exception about it was just like, hmm, well, the last ones. Hmm. It's not that I don't like Taya, but... It's not, I, I don't know, I don't know what I think about her, but that album, that's so pretty cool. Now I would say um, that made me a fan. And also the gig at the Metal Days, that was also, she, she was so cute on stage. And oh yeah, that was a very, very good show. Did you tell Kiki about Taya's outfit? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, did you tell me? <laughs> yeah, um, it was beautiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> in one sentence, it was a very, very rock style, like leather yeah, pants, really cool and leather jacket. jacket. Yeah, and I don't know, like I think the bag was just um, made of an of net or lens or something, transparent. And I don't know, it, it was just, it was not that typical tire big dresses. But, um, yeah, more classical rock style. I don't think she has worn a dress on stage in a very long time. Maybe. <laughs> don't know. She was, uh, she started to wear weird skirts and weird tops. And I'm not a big fan of, of Taya's <laughs> fashion style. But look at the pictures from Metal Days Festival. And you'll be impressed. I'm pretty sure about that. Let me see. Let me see. So, what's your uh, favorite song, Steffi, from In The Raw? Oh, um, that's a good question. There are a few. I think it's um, 
Goodbye Stranger. Yeah, quite easy. And it's a collaboration with Christina Scabia from Lacuna Coil. Cool. Fun fact, <laughs> because that's the other new album. And that is, it's a very good combination of these two voices because Christina has that loud one and Taya, of course, her operatic um, soprano voice. A uh, very interesting, very good song. And but yeah, on all, there I would say it's a good album at all. There's some very orchestral um, songs. One of them is just instrumental, and one is a very classical ballad, very cheesy and pathetic, and that stuff, emotional, and also very um, epic. And not that I think Tyre has made some songs which are very uh, yeah it's so hard to describe just i wouldn't not describe it as metal at, at all it's somehow progressive rock with opera vocals i have no idea <laughs> just a little bit yeah not i cannot describe it as a genre and but these ones is just um she made some funny metal That's what I said. It's back to the roots a little bit, but in her own way. And yeah, yeah. Shadow Play is the last song, very long one. There, I think there's, I look at three songs over seven minutes. So she took her time to develop the songs. And yeah, these longers are very bombastic. <laughs> Also, um, Tommy Karevik from Camelot, the Camelot singer, um, features another song, Salem Masquerade. And um, Björn Speed Street is also guest vocalist. So, yeah, many interesting guests. And I was surprised in a very positive way about that album. It's quite good. Cool. I'm going to make sure to check that out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and Lacuna Coil also released, I think it's just a few, maybe a week ago or something, two weeks. Mm -hmm. They released Black Anima. I just listened to it once a time. That's for me personally not enough to to say something about an album or not in detail, detail at the first listen or while the first listening was, it looked quite good. <laughs> I think better than the ones one before, but yeah, don't know yet. But seems promising. It's it's cool. I listened to it uh, on repeat for a couple of hours while I was on my way to Berlin last week, hmm. <laughs> and um, it's cool. I have a few favorites from the from the album. Um, it's actually it's actually very. I don't know. I've I've seen I've seen a lot of comments. Apparently, people are saying it's their best album yet, and I don't think so. I like Delirium a lot better, um, but I do have a few a few favorites. Layers of Time, which was the first single, is a great song. Reckless was another single that's also very cool. But I like Animanera, the the first song in the in the album a lot 
because Christina just um, plays with her, with her vocals a lot more. And I really like that. Um, Layers of Time, I'm going to put that in our Spotify playlist as well, because um, I am the one doing the playlist uh, for this episode. And you can find the link uh, or the playlist at uh, with the show notes of this episode at metal-n-high-heels-podcast58 so that you can listen to all our recommendations. Um, so, yeah, uh, listen to that uh, Lacuna Coil album. I, I like it. I think it's good. Not as good as Delirium, as I said, but I do like it a lot. Beneficium is also a real cool song. And Save Me, which was also a, <laughs> which was also a single um, from a few weeks ago. But yeah, that's Black Anima from Lacuna Coil. So, and I think Pia wants to tell us something about Eskimo Cowboy. Haha. <laughs> um, there is not so much to tell because um, the album will be out on 1st of November. But they already released four songs Hurricane, Nice Boy, Prism, and Supernova. Um, and if you have listened to their past album, um, that is called The Scene, then you more or less know how the new album Rehab might sound like because the songs that I've listened to so far um, could have also been on the previous album, which is not a bad thing because The Scene was a really, really cool album. Um, only Supernova is a bit more poppy because it also was... I, I'm not sure if it was the title track but um, it was on the official soundtrack of the um, computer game Rage 2. And you can also see that in the video. Um, in the video, they did a combination of people. And um, the story is that a girl from the street enters a big hall. And um, then she suddenly is in the game. So she becomes part of Rage 2. And then you see um, a lot of scenes from the game. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, the new album and I like what I heard so far. And when is it coming out? 1st of November. Nice. Not so long. Nope. And then I remember that Delane released a new single or more video. I think that was more the aspect that they released a new video. Um, the song is called Burning Bridges. I felt in love instantly, <laughs> even more as with the one before Master of Destiny. That was also very um, heavy and epic. I was a little bit surprised. But Burning Bridges, whoa, whoa, yes, good, <laughs> like. It's more symphonic metal. At some parts I was thinking about listening to Epica instead of Delane because they um, use cry uh, what is the word? Choirs. Yeah. So um, I think they didn't use it ever before but in this song they do and yeah lots of orchestral, orchestral music in the background yeah that typical bombastic sound of symphonic metal they um created in this one and the videos shot in a very beautiful fucking beautiful landscape maybe i don't know maybe scotland or something 
for me it looks like the highlands but i don't know yeah good one cool <laughs> did you watch it not yet do it <laughs> no um <laughs> to be honest i listen to eskimo cowboy and to wind runner a lot and to nothing else <laughs> the last <laughs> couple of weeks <laughs> yeah, okay can imagine <laughs> ha and now i can tell you a little fun fact about my life <laughs> i never buy merch any merch or just brought any merch i don't know because it's uh, it's too too expensive i have to say i know it's a little bit mean because i know that bands just get money from merch but um to be honest if i just see the t-shirt for 20 euro and i do not like the style or the print or whatever i just think no i it's ugly <laughs> for me personally it's ugly i won't wear it so i don't buy and yesterday i was a little concert here in aachen it's it, called, it was a little festival peace on earth death metal festival i just love that name and there We just listened to a band. We just came into the room, into the location and listened to a band for two songs. And after that, I just went out, saw merch and thought, oh, that T-shirt, that's beautiful. Which band is it? Oh, they just played. Ah, okay. Yeah, I buy it. <laughs> that's a little bit crazy. Because, yeah. Yay. <laughs> I, didn't, I just don't know the band. But now, yeah, I'm wearing the T-shirts. <laughs> because of design. What's the name of the band again? Glass Heart. It's uh, it's hmm. a hardcore Sounds band like you from can... Cologne. From Cologne. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you can do pretty cool merch with that name. Yeah, it's quite simple. It's just um, a natural heart and the band name upon. And I just like hmm. the design of that heart, like a drawing. That leads me to the next band I want to talk to about, <laughs> to Windrunner, because um, they have the W as their first... Um, letter. Yes, <laughs> as first letter. And um, they have T-shirts where they just turned over the McDonald's logo. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> It looks really funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then you have the W and it looks like McDonald's. Um Windrunner is a band from Vietnam. Wow. They released an album called Mai last year, and this year they released an album called Sen. Uh, no, it's not really an album, it's an EP. Um, they, I would describe their music as post-hardcore or post-metalcore, um, because they have a lot of metalcore elements, but they mix them with... I don't want to say anything wrong because I'm not familiar with um, music from Vietnam, but it sounds to me like they mix it with traditional elements. Um, folk elements, you mean? <laughs> Vietnamesean folk elements. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, also, you also hear these sounds, which I, uh, when I hear these, these melodies, then I automatically think about Asia. Um, so that's a really cool mixture and as we know it from especially Japanese bands they 
just mix everything so they have no limitations in their music. And that's also the case with the album Mai. Um, and they have a really, really cool, uh, killed, <laughs> a really, really skilled singer. Um, she can do the clean vocals. She has a really beautiful voice and she has a really strong voice. And she can also do the screams. Um, and I'm really, really sad because she left the band a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. But, but before that, um, the band released the EP Zen. And that's a very special EP because they did reinterpretations of some songs from the album Mai. And these reinterpretations are so different from the original because most of them are ballads. So the first song that I knew from the band was Lotus, Reimagined. And the the normal song, or the original song, is not really aggressive, but it's a typical metalcore song with screams and everything. And the Reimagined version is a really, really slow, beautiful ballad with a strong chorus. So... Um, I can't really say which version I prefer. I think I prefer the reimagined version. And they did it with some other songs and they also did remixes of some of the songs. Um, and something special about them is that um, every song is named after a flower. So they have Sakura, Lotus, um, Seda, names like this. And the lyrics are about specific stories or stages in life. So also the lyrics are very beautiful. So if you're open-minded and like music with traditional elements from a specific country, you should definitely listen to Windrunner. They're really, really great. Cool. Okay, some more new stuff. <laughs> and speaking about um, <laughs> bands with, <laughs> with uh, female vocalists that do... Uh, clean vocals and also um, screams and stuff. I just saw uh, Forever Still play in Düsseldorf on Friday. Um, they were they are touring right now with Cellar Darling and Oceans, a German band, a pretty new German band, and it was really cool. So Oceans uh, started playing, and I had looked them up before. And uh, I gathered that they are a very young band because they released an EP full of covers and uh, called Cover Me in Darkness. And they have really cool songs. Um, it's four songs. Uh, Creep, Wood by Alice in Chains, Creep by Radiohead, My Own Summer from Deftones. And they have a cover featuring Anna Murphy, um, it's called Scars to Your Beautiful, and when you hear it, you will know it, but I don't know who the original um, is from. Uh, anyway, I'm going to put this into the, the playlist so that you can listen to it. I was really looking forward to uh, listening to, the, to seeing them live and also playing maybe some covers, but actually they played more of their original songs. They also released an EP with original songs uh, this year, apparently. That's called Into the Void, and that was quite good. Um The venue was already pretty packed when they started already. So I guess 
they have a bit of a following as well. Um, the venue was quite small. It's called The Tube in Dusseldorf, in the directly in the center of Dusseldorf. So um, that was weird. But, I mean, you know, when, when there are not huge names in the billing, I guess it's also the... the the better thing to do to choose smaller venues venues so that they are fuller or they look fuller, even though there's not that many people. It was pretty sad that, that it wasn't a bigger venue with more people seeing um, Oceans and then Forever Still and then Cellar Darling because it was a great concert. Uh, Forever Still were, did a really great job. Um, Maya, of course, plays different instruments and they put a lot of that on stage this time. So she even had the, the theremin for Rewind, the first single of their latest album, uh, Breathing Colors. And that was pretty cool to see a theremin on stage on a metal concert. That's nothing that doesn't happen that often. So that was really cool. <laughs> and um, Cellar Darling, of course, Kind of the same, uh, Anna playing the flute and the keyboards and the hurdy-gurdy and singing amazingly. And that was really cool as well. Um, it was also, because of the whole small venue thing, the sound wasn't that great. But still, they did the best out of it. It was super funny because they didn't even have the... Um, the stage wasn't even connected to a backstage or something. So they had to go through the audience to get on stage and to go off the stage. So when the time for the encore thing <laughs> came, you know, they were like, um, we cannot get off stage and go back on when you, when you want to hear the encore. So we're just going to play. <laughs> and it was funny. But they did a great job. It was a very cool concert. I'm going to write about that uh, for, for well, for Midland High Hills um, very soon. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Another concert that I also uh, attended lately where the sound was amazing was Epica's um, Design Your Universe anniversary show, which was on October 4th. And it was only one of four dates in Europe so I was also a little bit disappointed that that concert didn't sell out. The other two in the Netherlands and in Paris were sold out. The German date wasn't. And it was like, why? Um, that was at Turbinenhalle in Oberhausen. And uh, it's a huge venue. And it was there were a lot of people, maybe like around 2,000. And... The show was great. The opening band, Blackbriar, I didn't really like. Although I liked the, I liked their music when I was listening on Spotify, but uh, live it was like very boring. Um, anyway, you can read all about the concert. Uh, well, metal n highheelscom and um, yeah, everybody out there in the world, if you have the chance to see. One of these concerts, the Design Your Universe anniversary shows, uh, it's a world tour. It's not many concerts. And if you have the chance, go see it. It's it's a great, great performance. A lot of show, a lot of, yeah, action on stage. That was really great. Yeah, sounds quite promising. I've been at an adept concert lately. Um, 
it was in September, so it's a while ago, but it was really cool because they played the, I think, 10th anniversary of one of their albums. I think it was their debut album. I'm sorry, I'm not a diehard Adept fan, so um, I really love their new album and know some of the old stuff, but I don't really listen to the old stuff a lot, so... Um, <laughs> I can't tell you much about the older songs. They played a lot of hits and I expected them to play more of the old songs. But they played a lot from their recent album Sleepless. Um, they played the opener and the opener is the killer song. So it's one of the best openers of an album and a concert that has ever been written. So it was Goosebumps right from the beginning when they played. Um, and the whole concert was very cool. It was in Berlin, and the club was also cool. The The room was very large, so you were able to see from almost everywhere where you stood. And so the people in the front could do mosh pits and everything, and um, the people could just stand a little bit more in the back and without um, not being able to see the concert anymore. So, yeah, that was a great evening, and because they played a lot of um, a lot of the songs from the Sleepless album, I knew most of the songs and could sing along with them, so that was really great. And I will go to another concert next month. That is very special for me, because um, the topic of this episode is Bucket List, and I will see two bands that are on my bucket list in one concert. <laughs> So I'm really, really looking forward to nice. that evening. And um, the bands that are playing there are Currents. They are not very famous, but if you like metalcore, then you should definitely listen to them and give them a try. Um, and the headliner is August Burns Red. And they are a blast. I've seen a lot of um, live videos from them, and they do a big party, so... I'm really, really, really looking forward to see them on stage. Very cool. And then there is only one band left on my bucket list. And which one is it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's Stormlord from Italy. It's a symphonic black metal band, but they... I think they released a new album soon, or they just released one. And maybe they will go on tour, but it's very, very hard to catch them somewhere on stage. Cool. And of course, I'd love to see Windrunner with their former singer, but since she left the band, I won't be able mm. to. So, yeah. Another band that I would like to see live is The Number Zero from Japan. Um, and there is also a story because I flew to Japan last year, and I think one or two days before we arrived at Tokyo, they played a gig in Tokyo. But two days before I came. <laughs> and after that, in the two weeks that I was there, they didn't play another gig in the town. So Damn. That's I don't timing. think that, yes, of course. And I don't think that um, they will ever play near me. I hope so. I hope that they will become really famous so that they maybe play in Berlin someday or at a festival. But yeah, it's, A bit like with Stormlord, so chances are not very high, unfortunately. Sad. <laughs> But one can dream, right? Yeah, maybe maybe they get a cool um, opportunity to be the 
opening act for a band that chose Europe or something. Yeah. Now I think we are already started our bucket list topic. Yes. And <laughs> great. Um, okay, bands. So Kiki, do you have any bands you want to see in your life? Which is necessary to see in your coming life? Yeah. I cannot die before I don't see Muse live. Um, I don't okay. think... Um, I'm thinking also like metal bands. Um, I mean, I've seen my... I've, I'm lucky to have seen my favorite band <laughs> and my favorite bands uh, or very many of my favorite bands, metal bands, uh, live already. Um, so... Muse, for example, is not as heavy, but uh, it's a band that I definitely want to see live. But otherwise, um, yeah, I cannot, I cannot think of another that uh, that I really, really haven't seen or really want to see. Okay, I'll see again, maybe. Any favorite live band you need to see at a specific? Don't know. <laughs> Tour or festival? Not really. I mean, I would love to see Nightwish again live, maybe in a at a in a concert setting and not at a festival. Yeah, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So um, also, I just want to see someone Florianzen live on stage. <laughs> Um, just because they're yeah, just, yeah, incredible vocal, vocal performance. Um, but bands pff, at all, I don't know. It, for me, it's just like more, let's have a look around. And if there's an interesting band, I have the opportunity, the chance to see, I will go and visit the concerts, but yeah. That's it. I don't have any band I where I say I um I need to see them before I die. So no. I'm quite relaxed, I would say, because I if I listen to the music at all, yeah, I prefer all in all. I'm also not that that big concert fan. Um, because I think an album is for me somehow enough because then I listen to, to the music and it's just in very high studio quality. And of course, a concert can be a very great experience and make you just just more fan <laughs> or something or just that you that I became a fan of a band. But for me, it's to focus more on studio music, I would say. Yeah. But festivals, maybe. There's some... I have no no specific name now in mind, but yeah, some great festivals, which which are also not not only music, maybe not like, like Summer Breeze or Wacken or something. Um But okay, wait, Backen, um no, didn't say that. <laughs> but not that like typical music festivals, but festivals which have some surroundings, like also um, uh, 
I don't know, activities like workshops or some spaces where you do other stuff, sports or relax. Yeah, like, like a metal days maybe. That was very cool. But maybe some more of these alternative programs. We didn't we had do many like of the alternatives, right? So there was yes, the possibility to go hiking and everything, but we didn't book in advance, so everything was just booked out. Yeah, that and uh, then my ankle <laughs> was mm. a little bit broken. And yeah, in the morning, well, then I'm a little bit too lazy. Maybe in the afternoon, um, yeah, because of the weather. But all in all, the opportunities to do some more stuff but just listening to bands music and drinking beer and relax that i think it's pretty nice on a festival yes that's true and um metal days also was one of the festivals that i wanted to go to um i think there is another festival that is called metal heads holidays or something so um there was not I didn't say I really want to go to Metal Days. I just wanted to have this experience to go to a festival that is at a beach where you can go swimming and have other activities and where metal bands are playing. So that was on my bucket list and I fulfilled this. Um, and the funny thing is, because I was also there the first time with you, Steffi, I always wanted to go to Tuska Festival. So that were my two must-do festival wow. experiences. Um, there are two festivals that I would like to go, but if I don't make it, I won't be too sad. And one of them is Nova Rock. I'd really like to see that one day. Um, and the other one is, um, I think it's called Pink Pop Festival, the big festival yeah. in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, these two I would like to visit one day and maybe download festival in Great Britain. Oh, that's but a good one. That is also not too important, but I I think they are interesting. And if there are cool bands playing that I want to see and I have the opportunity and the time, then I would go there. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I have to say... Um, after my experience of the last years of metal festivals, um, for me, the bands place less and less uh, a rule for a decision to go there or not, because I just <laughs> I always thought after visiting a festival, well, I just saw uh, three bands or something <laughs> and I wanted to see ten or something. It's just like, no, just, it's, it's, way, oh, it's so, so relaxing right here. I've got a cold beer, good company, <laughs> let's stay in the camp or something. And so yeah, for me, I, it's I, now just I more important that the surrounding and the, yeah, other activities options or stuff that's uh, for me now more important than the bands mm. I need at least one or two bands that I really want to see and then it's okay for me so that um, in the past when I was younger there had to be at least 10 bands that I want to see and I also saw every single one of them um, but nowadays when there are one or two bands that I really like and I want to see then that's okay for me 
Ja. Okay. So, what about you, Kiki? Any festivals you want to go? Well, festivals, festivals, I think download would be, um, now that Pia mentions it, <laughs> is a good, um, that's a good name. That so there are chances that Kiki and I will attend Download Festival 2020. <laughs> If I'm still living in Europe, for sure. <laughs> I'm not making plans further than December. <laughs> so okay. it's everything like um, a limbo right now. But um, when you talk about um, the whole experience around the festival and being a festival as well, well being kind of festival, um, 70,000 tons of metal is definitely on my bucket list. It's super expensive, so that's why <laughs> it's on a further, further down the lane bucket list. But I sure have to do that before I die. <laughs> But when you live in Ecuador, it's not so far away anymore. It's not as far away, but the flights are still just as expensive as from here oh okay flying to florida might even be cheaper from here than from quito oh okay <laughs> yes mm -hmm. and i mean that's like the least of the worries you know because booking the room uh, in the cruise is the 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 most expensive part but i mean it's what is it a week or a weekend At a cruise in the Caribbean, surrounded by metal bands who play more than one more than once. So if you miss them once, if you miss one show by them, you can see them at another time. It if it sounds amazing, you know, and like hanging out in a hot tub in the middle of the Caribbean while listening to metal. What what is better than that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> sounds like paradise. <laughs> yes. All right. So maybe. Let's close the music part and go to some travel, sports, activity stuff. What's in your mind there? Um, traveling. Um, I fulfilled one, uh, one point on my bucket list last year when I visited Tokyo because that's some, something I wanted to do for a very, very long time. Um, and a couple of years ago, I also went to New Zealand with my father and um, we drove around with the caravan there. That was also really cool and that was on my bucket list. So there is not so much left. I always wanted to visit Hungary. I have never been there. And um, I'd also like to spend some more time in Portugal because two years ago I went to Porto I had a business trip there and I um, I spent one day in Porto. I was also able to see the city and it's very, very interesting because it looked like they... Um, for, to me it seemed there are a lot of, not really ruins, but re very old buildings and um, also a lot of construction sites where they build up new modern buildings. So... To me, it seems that the country is getting more and more modern again. Um, and that's why I'd really like to see Lissabon. Because I've never been to Lissabon. And um, I'd like to see if it's the same there or if Porto is something special in Portugal. 
All right. Yeah. Or if my impression is right mm -hmm. or wrong. So, yeah, that would yeah, be Yeah, that's cool. for me cool. also a country in Europe I want to visit. And, yeah, maybe also the Scandinavian countries a little bit more. I was one month in Norway and traveled around. That was just, that was so amazing that I wanted to return and do it again. And was just in the southern part and not up to the north. And, yeah, Sweden, I need someone to go with Sweden and also Finland a little bit more. We were there at Helsinki and a little bit, yeah, around maybe, yeah, it was not that far. We maybe drove one hour mm -hmm. out of the city and that's it. I don't think that's, that's Finland. Yes. <laughs> and just... <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, but that was also on my bucket list. And last year I also visited, um, no, this year I visited Norway and Sweden and Denmark. And last year um, we were at Tuska Festival, Kiki and yeah. I, and the year before I was there with you, Steffi. So um, that's also something that was on my bucket list and that I already fulfilled. Right. <laughs> But yeah, it would be cool to see something or um, the northern part of these countries because the, the point in the forest north that we visited was Stavanga. And that was really beautiful and um, also different from Helsinki and Oslo. But I think it's even more impressive when you go up north a little bit more. So Kiki, what do you want to see? Oh, the whole world. <laughs> oh, not less. I want the whole world, the whole world in my hands. <laughs> uh, I was just listening to that in flame song before. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole world. Uh, it's it's so big. There's so much to see. I haven't seen a lot yet, but um, I always, when I was young, <laughs> when I was young, no, when I was little, I always wanted to see Europe, and that's something that I have little by little seen more of uh, in the past 12 years living in Germany. So. Um, that's like, that was my bucket list. <laughs> um, I also want to see more of South America that I haven't really traveled a lot through Mexico. I really want to go to Mexico someday. I love Mexican food and that is also a big, big, um, item on my bucket list. And, uh, sure. Also Norway, Sweden, Sweden for sure. Um, Maybe we shall travel together to Sweden one day. Sure. Australia Sweden is also... Sweden rock. Sweden rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Would be great. Yeah, we've had Sweden rock in, in our... We've had our, our eye on Sweden rock for a few years now. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so next year. Kiki, you have to return to Europe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For a month in the summer to do all of the festivals. That's not a bad idea. Are there some cool festivals in Ecuador? Uh, sadly, no. The music scene is uh, not what it used to be. Uh, there were a lot of a lot more festivals uh, like 15 years ago, I think. Or, yeah, 10 to 15 years ago, there were more festivals or bigger festivals. Um, Quito Fest was a thing at some point they wanted to make it as big as 
Rock al Parque in Colombia and Rock in Rio in Brazil, but that didn't really work out. Um, but yeah, there there are those festivals, you know, in uh, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia. So we can go there. You can visit me and we can go there. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it's um, maybe yes. even more important how to travel, but where to travel. Because I would like to do maybe one year like work and holiday trip and just maybe just through Europe. I don't need to go that far away like Australia or Asia or whatever, South America. But that that way of traveling, that I stay maybe one month at, at a farm and helping there, working there and then just go to another point, but stay just there for a longer time so I get to know the people and yeah they just tell some stories about the the life and the culture there and I think that's you already just, did that for some time didn't you not at all not really I did that um yeah well a little 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 bit <laughs> um I did that for yeah that in Norway that was for one month and two weeks of them so half of the time I um, traveled like that like um, hitchhiking and yeah with a tent and then we also met very very kind people there that was amazing and um, in Estonia it was a little bit more like just traveling around we just used buses and slept in hostels so it was not that that adventure style like in Norway yeah that's okay but on all if you just stay in hostels and you just meet some other other tourists other travelers it's just like uh, you stay in your bubble and you do not get in touch with the people or the country and of course you see the the culture like like the cities and maybe a little bit of the feelings sure of course the landscape but it's not like um yeah my sister for example she was for one year in australia doing work and travel there and what what she told me what stories she um she experienced there that was just so <laughs> fucking different and amazing that was yeah She just got in touch, got in touch with the people there, and that's uh, for if you want to do that, you just need a lot of time, a lot of time and patient and yeah, patient enough to stay long at one place. And yeah, so I think work and travel would be a very good way to do that. Traveling can also be very exhausting if you have so many many different new impressions and just uh where will i sleep tomorrow and oh i have to see this and that and whoa and of course you can do it in a slow way but i would prefer to do it for yeah for one year for a very long period and take my time <laughs> and not just for one month that's also very cool But if you have that that pressure of time, or I just want to see, okay, now go there and go there and see this and that, and 
it's hmm, well okay I, i know it was there but hmm, somehow not <laughs> too fast okay um sports and activities um i don't have a sport activity anymore that i want to try because i tried crossfit and found out that it's not my sport not my fitness sport um I did bouldering for a couple of months until I fell off the wall and now I'm unable to do this again mentally. But I did this and it was cool. Um, and now I do Bujinkan, so I also do some martial arts, so to speak. Wow. Um, so there is nothing where I would say, oh, I really have to try this out. Um, activities, I would like to go into the air with a balloon. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, I would have to look this word up. A hot air balloon. <laughs> But you can... Sorry? No, that's it. A hot air balloon. Yeah. I'd like to go to fly in the sky with a hot air balloon. Wow. That would be great. Amazing. Cool. This <laughs> time. Also, paragliding is very great. I already did it. But it was just in a... Yeah, small way, I would say. It was just, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just not that high. It was a cliff at the sea. And for, I don't know, 10 minutes or something, we yeah, flew there. <laughs> and then, oh, wow, that was so amazing. And if I imagine to do that in, in the mountains, like the Alps or something, whoa, holy shit, that must be so great. Oh, that <laughs> landscape around yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool Kiki any sports or activities I also have something like that in the extreme sports section <laughs> I would love to uh, bungee jump off a, a bridge but I don't know if I will do it you know <laughs> like I would love to but I'm also very scared to yeah. so. <laughs> take me with you and I'll push you <laughs> that could be quite mean <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you is it me or is it kind I'm not sure <laughs> so I don't know if I will do it but it's it's being a thought for some time so yeah I think we're at the end now, but it was very funny to get to know all these things from you. So maybe we should um, continue with these bucket list things in our next episodes. Maybe one question in every episode or something like this. We should think about that. But I'm really thrilled to answer the question um, that you wrote down, Steffi, about the interviews and the topics and the questions that we would like to ask <laughs> because I have one oh, okay. um, that's not a, a specific person um, but I would I always like it to ask a person about something that is not related to the stuff this person does normally so what I would like to do is to ask a Bundesliga, a Bundesliga trainer um what is important for him um, concerning the turf. Because um, I worked for a magazine um, that has all this stuff 
as a topic like um, taking care of parks and everything. And so um, I would like to know what is important for for a Bundesliga trainer or some person that is so um, professional and has to work with this lawn, with the grass, but does not take care of this for himself. So that would be a cool thing to know. It would be a great perspective. Interesting. Yeah, maybe I can do it one day. I hope so. Yeah. That's a cool thing to have on your bucket list. And I think Steffi has something similar. You once told me that you'd like to talk with a band about sustainability, for example, with Gojira. Yeah, that's true. We should ask them. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, good that you remember. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I also thought about that a few days ago. But yeah, right. It's I don't would say that's on my packet list, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> right. Maybe you just shall ask them and um, ask them for an interview. Maybe they'll come to our podcast or something. That would be fucking amazing. Maybe we can make it happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I just wonder how they do um, all that tour traveling somehow and stay somehow sustainable while that because of that big tour buses and flights to other continents and all that stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I could imagine that the message is more important um, than what it costs, so to speak. And maybe the mindset is a bit in the direction of Extinction Rebellion that you say, I personally can't change it because the system has to change. And I can live sustainable but it won't change much if i do yeah yeah maybe <laughs> maybe sure but it would be nice to know from them <laughs> exactly yes okay yeah we will ask them <laughs> yep so and our podcast or do you want to add something that's a chance <laughs> mm, nope nope Okay, so, dear listeners, subscribe to the Madeline Hiles podcast on iTunes or wherever you would like to listen to podcasts. And the show notes for these episodes are on metal-and-hiles.com slash podcast 58. You can follow us on Twitter at Metal High Heels, on Instagram at Metal and High Heels. And you should subscribe to our YouTube channel and like our page on Facebook because then you're always up to date. Yes. And as always, big thanks to Cassandra Novell for doing our jingle that's based on the song Storm by her band Mercy Isle. So check them out. And uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yep. Thank you. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.